Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Sarah Desmores and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Moms on the Grind podcast. Guys, I am ecstatic to finally be starting this podcast. It's been on my mind for such a long time. I would tell you like over a year I've been thinking of doing that. It was something that was needed and when you need something that you can't find, what do you do? You create it. So on this first episode, I'll be letting you guys know what this podcast is all about. I'll tell you my whole mom on the grind story. And finally, I'll reveal a secret that most people didn't know about me. Stay tuned. You must be wondering, what is this podcast all about? Is it only for working moms? What the heck is a mom on her grind? So what is this podcast all about? I describe this as an uplifting, honest, funny, and inspiring podcast for the working moms around the world who are on their grind all day, every day. Mind you, that includes me. On this show, you'll find a mix of content including interviews with boss moms and moms-to-be, plus tips and tricks to navigate our careers while taking care of our families. Other topics will include single parenting, especially because I'm a single parent, I'll tell you more about that later, entrepreneurship, health and wellness, dating when you have children, marriage, and more. Why on earth did I start this podcast? Well, let me tell you, girl. With all of the podcast influencers and gurus out there telling you to grind all day, grind all night, don't stop, every day, wake up at 4 a.m., go to the gym, prospect all day, don't stop, go, 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 go. I realize that a lot of these people either don't have children or you might find some of them who are men that who have a wife at home taking care of the kids in the sense that, you know, they don't have to come home to take care of them. They don't necessarily have to pick them up in school if they can't. They can actually go to the office until 9, 10, 11, 12 or whatever, whatever time it is, they can stay late. Guess what? I cannot stay at the office until 9, 10 p.m. unless I bring my daughter with me, okay? Yeah, I said it. Sometimes we try to apply some of the advice that we get from all of those people, and then we get frustrated because it doesn't work with our lifestyle. Some of those gurus or podcasts are difficult, you know, to relate to. If you're very driven and you have children, you also need to take care of, our lifestyle is different, okay? Our time is not the same. Balance is not the same. Our sleep is not the same, just to name a few things. So I wanted to make a podcast for all of us, the working moms, the ones who have to go out there and put in these hours and might even have to pick up the kids at school, make dinner, and then have to wait until they go to sleep to go back to work. This podcast is for us. What is a mom on the grind? My definition of a mom on her grind is this. A mom on her grind is a mother working full-time or part-time to provide financially for her family and for herself. A mom on her grind is driven and never gives up. She understands that failure is growth and wants to learn from other moms on their grind. A mom on her grind understands the importance of personal growth. I already know a lot of people are going to ask me, is it only for working moms? So technically, it is geared towards working moms, but it is open to everyone. For example, you may relate and get amazing advice if you're a stay-at-home mom about to re-enter the workforce. I have so much respect for stay-at-home moms. I know the job is really, really difficult. I've done it for a very short period of time, and I have so much respect for people doing it full, full full-time. This podcast, however, is more career, home balance-driven, but can have tips every mom can use, no matter if you're stay-at-home or working. Now let's talk about my story. Where to begin? So for those who don't know, my name is Sarah Desmores, as I've said, and I'm originally from Montreal, Canada. I'm now living in Miami, Florida, with my four and a half year old daughter named Eva. 
let's just say that I've always been on my grind. I mean, from as far as I can remember, I've always been trying to hustle someone or try to make money or whatnot. So just to give you an example, when my parents had a restaurant, I was always helping to serve. So I was probably about 10 years old and I used to get really, really good tips, which I would go and spend at the dollar store. But that's another story. I remember when I was in high school, I used to make CDs and sell them uh, for $5. I was about 12, 13 years old. I also remember selling my old books and my old toys at a garage sale on my street to have enough money to go to the amusement park with my friends. I also started working when I was 15 years old and my first job was at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Can you believe it? <laughs> Crazy. I've always worked since then, meaning since I was 15 years old. Well, except for the time I took off when I had my daughter. So even when I worked in finance after college, I ran a food and fashion blog named Versas. So, you know, if you guys have been following me for a really long time, you'll know about that blog. It was an amazing time when I learned how to do my own PR, how to blog, how to network and more. So I mostly did it for fun in the beginning, but it ended up becoming a source of income for me. I had my daughter Eva at 27 and although her dad and I tried to make our relationship work, it did not work. Trust me, we tried, 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 but nope. We realized that co-parenting would be the best option for us. Keep in mind, this is absolutely not something I wanted in terms of raising a kid, ever, ever, ever. I always wanted to have a husband or significant other to help me raise a child. I never in a million years thought I'd be a single mom. So I even took the term single mother so bad in the beginning that sometimes just saying the words would make me cry nonstop or even put tears in my eyes. Like I could not believe that I was a single mom. Like there, it, there was no freaking way. So not because I wanted to go back in the relationship, au contraire, I think, I really do think that we made the best decision for us, but because of the term of what the term single mother means. So I only had bad images of it and bad cultural connotations. And imagine, I'm not just a single mom, I'm a single black mother. Like how stereotypical could that get, unfortunately? So I'll do another podcast on how I stopped seeing this as a negative thing, although it took me years, and how I switched it all around. It's kind of a long story to explain. I literally had to change my entire mindset. So I'll be talking about that another time. Anyways, back to my story. So I became a mother, well, a single mother. At the same time, I decided to become self-employed full-time. So I don't even know if you guys can imagine how stressful it was. I was so stressed out that I would lose weight. I was horrible at managing my time. And keep in mind, it's still something that I'm working on. And I had no idea what the heck I put myself into. However, as a Christian, and no matter how stressed I was, I could feel God's comfort. And I always felt like although it was and still is not easy, I'm doing the right thing. I really do feel like this is my calling. Basically, I'm a residential realtor. This means that I sell houses. If I don't sell a house, I don't get paid, plain and simple. Why did I choose this business? Because I love helping others. I really do feel like I'm making a difference in this world when I help someone find a home or sell their home. So for me, it's not just, oh, you know, I just want to put people somewhere in a house. I really feel like I'm helping people either find a roof over their head or move on in their life, you know, when they have to sell their home. So for me, it's a huge, it's just huge. Like I love what I do. So time-wise, it's a little bit crazy for me because most of my clients, they want to see houses on nights and weekends, which is not always easy for me. So thank 
God, I was able to get some more help, which was very difficult for me to ask because if you know me even a little bit, you'll know that I'm very, very hard-headed and I always think that I can do, you know, I always think that I can do everything by myself. So it was very hard for me to ask for help, just put it this way. My daughter's with her dad one weekend out of two, so that really helps as well. So with time, another thing is that I was able to build a community which consists of family members, so especially my sister Patricia, shout out to her. She's an absolute gem. I have no idea what I would do without her and her help. And other boss moms that helped me out, so especially, uh, sorry, special shout out to Sabrina and Megan. The other boss moms and I help each other out. For example, my friend Megan, she's also a realtor, and sometimes we help each other out with our kids when we have showings. Also, luckily, my office, which I don't really have to go to the office because I'm a realtor, except, you know, when I have to print stuff or whatnot. But anyway, my office is child-friendly. So I can go there for a meeting and leave my daughter to play and I can see her through the glass doors while I'm in the conference room. It's pretty freaking awesome. It's amazing. So does all of this make my life easier? Yes, it does. Is it always easy? Absolutely not. Believe me when I tell you that I have days where nobody's available to help me. Like all of a sudden, everyone disappeared from the surface of the earth. And I've had to bring my daughter to closings, showings, and more. Or even pay for a babysitter. I have this weird thing where I don't really like to pay for a babysitter. I have to get over that. So I've had to leave her in after school care until the last minute. Raise your hand if you can relate to that. I've had to cancel appointments because school called to tell me to come pick her up because she was sick. It is what it is, and in the end, she is part of my big why. So what is my big why? Or what is a big why in general? It's something that drives you. It's this, maybe this dream or this force or whatever it is, like something that just makes you get up every day and work hard. So some of the things that, you know, are part of my big whys are, you know, one, I love traveling. I want to continue to travel around the world. I also want my daughter to travel the world with me. I want her to have an open mind and I feel like traveling is extremely important for that. I also want peace of mind when it comes to finances and I want to be able to afford whatever I want and most importantly, I want to be able to give and give and give and give and give back, give to those in need, you know, without worrying about, okay, if I give you $5, like how am I going to how am I going to eat, right? Like I want to be able to just give. So speaking of finances, here comes my secret, okay? This is kind of like my me revealing something that people didn't know about me. So before I tell you guys the secret, let me give you guys the backstory. So real estate is not always easy. Anyone who's self-employed in sales knows that. So you have good months, bad months, great months, or months where you don't make a penny. You can also have an amazing month that turns into a bad month because all of the deals that you were working on fell through. So it's nuts. But on a side note, I love it. It's kind of weird, even though it's weird and like it's like a roller coaster, but I like being on that roller coaster. Anyway, back to the subject. So there was a time in real estate where I had a very, very rough time financially. I had a few deals that completely fell through and I was so stressed out that I didn't even know how I was going to put food on the table, let alone pay for my daughter's daycare, which I needed desperately at the time. Like, I don't know how I was, how I would live without daycare because at the time my sister wasn't there. My dad wasn't there. I was basically alone with her. So I was in complete panic mode because I have three deals that were supposed to close and all of them fell through at the same time, like literally the same week. 
It was so bad. I even had thoughts of giving up like my entire career. I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going back to corporate. Like there's no way. That's how bad it was. I had no more savings, no more money, nothing. I didn't even know how I would pay for my cell phone. And mind you, I need my cell phone to work. It was so bad. So you know what I did? I got it together. I'm like, what can I do to like make money quickly, legally, um, so I can provide for my daughter? So guess what your girl did? I drove Uber and Lyft and I did Postmates for a few months until things got back on track. So in case you didn't hear me, I drove Uber and Lyft and did Postmates for a couple of months until things got back on track. Yes, your girl was driving people from point A to point B. Yes, your girl was delivering chicken kitchen to people at work. You know what's crazy? At the time, I was really, really embarrassed of doing it. I didn't tell anybody. Only my mom and my sister knew about it. Okay, like I could not even... For me, I'm, I was just like, wow, Sarah. And at the time, my name on Instagram was the fancy realtor. Like the fancy realtor is doing like Lyft and Uber. I was like, there is no way. But you know what? Doing it was actually not that bad, especially Postmates. Because, you know, I could still work and be on the phone while doing it. And while driving Lyft and Uber, I met such amazing people and gave my business cards to a few of them. It was, it was actually pretty cool. It wasn't as bad as it looks. But most importantly, with all of that, I was able to provide for my daughter. I was able to pay for daycare. I was able to put gas in my car. I was able to pay for my cell phone bill until new deals would come on the, in the pipeline. Okay, so it was very short lived, you know, the times that, you know, I did Lyft and uh, Uber and all of that. But this is my secret because there is no shame in doing what you have to do to provide for your family. Okay, so now I'm still a full time realtor, really working over full time, trying to balance it all. I love to work out. I feel like it helps me in my sanity and my body. And I also had to develop a morning routine to start my day off the right way. That's another thing I'll do a podcast on. But if you search me on YouTube, I did a video um, about my morning routine back then, although things changed a lot. But yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just working really hard and I don't want to be working this hard, let's say in 10 years. I'm trying to get multiple sources of income. But right now I need to be on my grind, not just for my daughter, but for myself, because my dreams are so big. They're huge. I can't even describe them to you. And the only way I can make them happen, I'm not going to wait for like a Prince Charming to come get me on a horse. No, I have to make it happen for myself. Okay. And for my daughter. So this podcast is for us, the working moms. I'll be interviewing other working moms I highly admire. And I'll also be doing solo episodes since I'm a, since I am a walking testimony. Please, 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 please feel free to send me suggestions or subject ideas if you have any, okay? I feel like it is my calling to help others, like I told you before, and I feel like this podcast is going to be, you know, something that's going to help so many mothers or mothers-to-be out there, the ones that are going to continue working and that want to balance it all or hear from other moms who are doing the same thing. We need to help each other out. We need to build this community. We need... We need this podcast. I feel like us moms all around the world, we need it. So I am totally looking forward to starting this podcasting adventure with you guys. 
If you have any ideas or suggestions, just write me at info at momsonthegrind.com. I'll put the email in the show notes. And if you have questions, if you think I should be talking to someone or having a guest on the show, it would be great. Like, honestly, I just think that this is going to be such a great podcast. I can't wait to share more things with you. Um, I have a lot of people that ask me, how the heck do you do it? How the heck do you work out? You know, I'm all about sharing and helping others and hearing from other people and I can learn from them as well. So guys, I'm super excited. Let's get this podcast started. <laughs> Bye guys. And I hope that you enjoyed my first podcast ever. Mind you, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, I might see a lot of likes, a lot of uhs, a lot of huhs or whatever it is. Um, I'm going to get better. See, I just said an um again. I'll get better. Bear with me. You know, let time go and podcast will get better. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Bye-bye.